Hey, hey, everybody. We are back. It's been a while. Shasta and I have been traveling for the majority of the last month and a half. So we're super excited to be back with everybody. I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And we are the Chicks in Charge. And today we have with us Don Brady from Ship Your Car Now. So we'll go ahead and welcome him, welcome him on right now. Hey, Don. Hey, Don. How are you doing today? Hi, Jess. Hi, Shasta. How are you guys doing? We're so good. So good. We had a great weekend. We are ready for uh, Thursday to fill our bellies. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I, I got to say, I'm. What this is an honor to be invited on on Chicks in Charge. You, know, you I, you guys are. I, I consider you mentors in this space, and uh, I um, It's just an honor to call you guys friends. You're more like family to me. So, oh, so we much. love you so much, Donna. We are so blessed to be able to call you a friend as yes. well. Um, and I know that you had some fun yesterday. Tell us about that. You got to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with your daughter. Yeah. So Amber, um, I have, I actually have three, three kids. Um, Donnie is 35. Um, Jackie is 33 and then Amber is 23 and Amber is a, is a, a definitely a blessing. Um, she's a special needs child, uh, adult, I should say she's 23 years old. I got to stop saying that, but, uh, she and I, um, are, pretty diehard Browns fans. And for many, many years, she and I have went to the home Browns games every, every single game, um, all through um, every season. And yesterday was a, a game that was one of our rivalry games. It was the Browns versus Steelers. Um, I don't, I don't think anybody thought that the Browns were going to win that game. And uh, our starting quarterback went down. Um, and uh, so we had a rookie that was the second game ever playing in the NFL went up against the wow. Pittsburgh Steelers. And honestly, that team, the team now is truly playing with heart. And they pulled out a victory at the very end of that game yesterday um, to kick a field goal with seconds left to win the game. Mm, and we awesome. were there. And Amber and I, we, were, we, we dress up when it's cold. We dress up as like the full body dog costume. Oh, so it's awesome. I was, I was, awesome. My jersey says big dog. Her jersey says little dog. And so yeah, so we were at the game and it was exciting. And I, I, I share with all my social media family. So people that are following me, they already know what we looked like yesterday. I love that. So I saw much. that picture yesterday and it, I didn't even think about the fact that you do it when it's cold. So that's one of my least favorite things about going to games when it's cold is the fact that you're cold. So it's, it's a rather genius idea to, it is. to do that because it keeps you warm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and actually the, 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 when, when I first started taking her to the games, that was my, you know, obviously you're, there's times where it's close to zero degrees and, and our stadium is not, it's not enclosed. I mean, it, it's, it's open and it's right on Lake Erie. So we get lake effect snow, we get the winds, the, the chill, wind chill factors. And uh, so I, it, it, I don't know why, but it jumped in my mind. I know what it was. I, I have, if you guys haven't known, I kind of dress up in costumes at different times. Never no, mind. not you. We can never recognize you as Batman or the president. Yes. Major League. <laughs> Major League. So, yeah, I have uh, an Elmo and Cookie Monster costume. And I, I had worn one. And I actually, I was like, man, this is so hot in here. So I was thinking about that. And I thought, well, if we go to the Browns games when it's cold, what if we put on a costume? So I started looking and I got her the little Dalmatian costume. And then I have mine. And, uh, and then we got the, I had the jerseys made to say big dog and little dog. And, and it's exactly what it, what it is. We don't, when it's warm games, we don't wear them when it's cold. We, we do. And then I did that. I really did that. So 
to keep make sure she stayed warm at the games. Mm-hmm. I, the benefit to it is I get to stay warm too because I don't necessarily like being cold. Um, but those those costumes are pretty popular. Like yesterday, walking up to our seats and we I don't know, I can't even tell you we probably get photographed 150 times per game. And you know, with all the little kids, they want to get pictures with the big dog and little dog and and the adults too. Um, so it's that part of it makes it fun. And Amber, I can hear her when people stop us to get pictures, I can hear her giggling inside of her costume because it's, you know, the little kids are taking pictures with us. And so that part of it's just neat. Um, and we've been photographed high-fiving on national TV, wow. more than I can say, um, which not that there's a lot of things to high-five necessarily in Browns games, but <laughs> you get a first down. I mean, it yeah, does. right. So. Whatever's bringing you guys joy. I think that's awesome. I love that so much. Yeah. That's a super awesome story. Don, we actually had the idea to interview you at Used Car Week whenever Shasta brought up the idea to interview 22 veterans for the 22 veteran suicides. And as great of an idea as that was, we cut ourselves short on time to be able to do the full 22. Yes. But we still wanted to bring you on today. It is still November, and we still want to highlight the amazing veterans that are in the industry, that are in our life, that have the ability to come on with us um, over the next few weeks until the end of November. So tell us a little bit about your stint in the military. What branch were you in and how do you think that has helped you in your automotive career? So I, I, so I, I was an army brat. So my dad actually served, um, 18 years and retired from the U S army prior to him. My grandfather, grandfather also served in the U S army and uh, he was in world war II. Um, I, so I decided to follow in their footsteps and I joined in 1987 and I was in from 87 to 97. So I spent 10 years. I'm a U.S. Army combat veteran. Um, I spent some time in Iraq during the first Gulf War. So yeah, dating myself here. Um, but I got out in 97 and then I, I, before I tell you how it helped me, but my, my, my younger brother, he's five years younger than me. And I think you might've met him. Jason. Huge car week, Jason. Yeah. He's actually about to retire with 30 years in the wow. National Guard. So, and he's full time. And I, uh, I couldn't be more proud of him. I mean, that's yeah, that's 10 amazing. Years, Ten years was a long time. Thirty years, I couldn't even imagine. You know, but he's he's gonna luck, Luckily for me, he's gonna retire, and then he's gonna come work with me. Um, that's oh, that's awesome! I love that for him. So I'm I'm very excited about that. And then even his son is in, and he's a sergeant now in the in the wow. National. So. Wow, you guys are really um, keeping it in the family. Yeah, yeah, very, very neat. Um, but to answer your question, um, Jess, I I think that ten year period was probably the most important of my life, and it it honestly, I mean, obviously, I there was some there were some traits that were instilled in me that you know, obviously, I'm never late. In fact, I'm o- almost always early. Um, you know, my work my work ethic. I think I can credit a lot of that not only to my my dad and mom, but to the time I served in the military. Um, and I, you know, there's, there's this uh, discipline. I mean, I'm not as in shape as I was in during that 10 year period, but there's a lot of disciplines that were like instilled in me for that time I served. So I'm, I'm so blessed and honored to have served that 10 years. Um, and it, it truly has made me a lot of who I am going forward from that, from the day I got out. Wow. Well, thank you so much for your service, Don. That's amazing. And I love the story. I love the family history behind it. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad. And, and really, um, I lost my dad a year and a half ago. 
and he was way too young. He died at 71 and uh, very young on uh, on Veterans Day. My brother and I actually went to his grave and, and we just kind of sat there. You know, I, in fact, I posted that three veterans, you know, spending time together on mm-hmm. on, on Veterans Day. And, and, you know, obviously a lot of people have lost their moms and dads. And, you know, and it's uh, I, you know, I there's not a day that goes by that I don't wish that he was here that I could, you know, call him or. So if anybody's out there and your parents are still alive or your grandparents, man, pick up the phone, call them, just say you love them. And uh, you can, if you're, or if you have time, take them to lunch or dinner. It's just, time goes so fast. It does. Wow. It does. Is that something that you feel, you know, brings you and Jason and, you know, when your dad was still here, um, your dad also closer together, sharing that bond between the three of you? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, everyone, they always say you want to do things so you don't have regret later. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I would tell you that no matter how much time you spend, when once they're gone, it wasn't enough. So right. it's you're, you're always going to have that regret a little bit. Um, but I mean, I think I think we I think we had a pretty good relationship, you know, all the way around. Um, again, I, I always wish there could be more time and just that one more phone call, one more you know conversation. Those are always going to happen. But um, I mean, I, my dad, I was working with Ship Your Car Now and was so proud of me and before he passed away. And it was after that now, I mean, I opened up a car dealership. And I mean, I, I remember when the sign went up on my building, I I think I did a live post that said, man, I wish my dad could see this. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know I wish I can, because I mean, so much has happened since he passed away that he's not going to get to you know see and, and, right. and enjoy with me. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring this, bring the party down. But it's really, not, I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's why we do this. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's, it's so raw and real and so many people out there, you know, go through the same thing. And it's, um, it's a part of why we do what we do to, to make those proud that don't get to see us every day. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also wanted to say too, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing this on, in November for the veterans that, that number of 22 veterans that commit suicide every day. Um, I, I hadn't heard that until, I don't know if you guys know Russ Mann. Mm-hmm. Man had, I mean, this has been a couple years ago now, had tagged me to do 22 push-ups a day for 22 days. And until then, I didn't realize that that many um, veterans were committing suicide every day. And I actually did some research on it and it's, uh, it's it's unbelievable and it's it's horrifying. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. And I've actually heard that it's actually more than 22 a day. Um, I still try to do the 22 push-ups a day. I will say I don't do them as faithfully as I did for that 22 days. And actually, I got challenged to do that twice. So I've been through two cycles of 22 for 22. Um, and I still occasionally do them just because of, of that. But I, I do think about it um, when I go to the VA clinic because I'm obviously – I, I have medical for life um, and, you know, from being a veteran and I, I still walk up to veterans all the time and thank them for their service. And um, I'll, I'll never forget. I went into the VA clinic one day and there was a gentleman, a younger gentleman. I, I want to say he was in his mid twenties and he had lost his arms and his legs um, in Afghanistan. And he was sitting in his wheelchair and I was talking to him and that, that kid had such a huge excitement for life. And, and I, you know, in, you know, when we, we wake up and, you know, our back hurts a little bit, you know, you're, oh, it's just such a bad day. I'm having mm-hmm. a little bit of pain. And I, you know, I, I, now I think about that young man. And I remember walking up to 
the lady when they they called me up and I said, can you take him back first? And uh, she says, no, we're going to take you back. She says, you're just as important as he is. And but I don't feel like that. I I, I gave him a hug before I went back and uh, thanked him for his service. And and but I you know you, you can learn a lot from those people. Um, yeah. And then a, a just not even a week ago, I went and I had the honor. I was invited to my granddaughter's school and I sat and talked to. Oh, I saw that. And I, I actually they had me pick out a book. So they had a stack of books. They, they wanted me to read to this elementary class. And of course, I went there and I handed out Don Brady, 100 bills. And mm -hmm. uh, we brought some of those home. Yeah. yeah, I was handing those out to the kids who were so excited. Like, Can I spend these? <laughs> and I was handing them. Um, you uh, just an uh, American flag pen. So I, I gave all of the kids that. And uh, of course, the book I picked out was the, called The Wall. So it was about the Vietnam veterans and the wall that they have that has all the names of the mm. men and women that, that died in that in that conflict. And uh, so I'm reading this book to these elementary kids. And at one point, I choked up and I was having trouble getting through a section in front of these kids and the teacher. I looked at her and I said, I'm sorry. And she says, no, she says, it's, it's a very, it's a, you know, it's a, it's very reverent. And so anyway, it was just, uh, I, I know that the Vietnam veterans, when they came back, didn't come back to the celebration and the love from the country. And, and, and in fact, there was times where they got, they, people were spitting on them and, and cursing at them. So whenever, and I told, I challenged the kids that day, if you see someone wearing a hat, like what I, I was wearing a veteran's hat, as if someone at a restaurant or a church or at a grocery store, walk up to them and say, you know, thank you for your service. Because you wouldn't, you know, it would mean, it means so much, right? Especially if it says Vietnam, right? And uh, the teacher was impressed and she says, can you imagine if these 10 and 11 year olds walked up and said that, how impressed those servicemen and women would be because mm -hmm. the 10 or 11 year old. But I, I love that the country has turned to where, you know, I they say thank you for your service a lot. Um, I, I, and it does. It, it means it means a lot. I mean, I whenever they say it, I, at first I remember when it first happened. I was it was like awkward. Like, do I say thank you back? It's almost like it's almost like to me when I say that, it's like happy birthday, and then you say happy birthday back. I know. <laughs> so I, I don't. I, I typically just say I, I was honored to serve whenever, it, because honestly, I don't know that during that ten years it was an honor. It was I, I wanted to do it like it was I, I wanted to, I wanted to do this for my country, um, raising my right hand and saying that oath meant a lot to me. But looking back, man, was I honored to serve and, and I'm so honored that I serve now. So, you know, everyone out there that says thank you for your service to a veteran, I, you need to know that, that it like it pierces our heart with with excitement and and. And an honor. It's just such an honor to hear it. So thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. I love that. I don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> well, I had, I had, I had a question and I don't even know how to transition it. So it's, it's funny. So a lot of the people that we've spoken to, and I know myself included, um, we all say that we accidentally stumbled into the car business. Um, it's either you were born into it or you just accidentally ended up here and never left. Um, how did that transition happen for you from the military yeah. um, into the car business? So it's it's obviously everybody has a weird story, right? Um, mm -hmm. I, I was I had never been a salesperson, right? So 
I uh, I decided to ETS from the Army, um, and I was honorably discharged. I was stationed at Fort Rucker, Alabama. I was a civilian police officer in Enterprise, Alabama, which is right there around Fort Rucker. And I made the decision to move back to my hometown of Alliance, Ohio. Um, so I came back here with the full intent of becoming a police officer in this in my hometown or in the area around my hometown. Um, anybody that's that has applied to become a police officer, it's not as quick and easy as what normally, like you don't just fill out the application and say, you're hired, you start Monday. So you've got to get on, you know, obviously you test. Um, I scored really well. Obviously I was a 10 year U.S. Army veteran. I already had law enforcement experience from another state. So I get on a list at, and again, I was, from what I was told, I was like number one or number two on a very long list. And uh, but they told me it was going to take time to, you know, get to that number where they're going to hire. So I was looking in the one ads and I see a dealership's hiring for a non-commissioned salesperson. And I went and uh, applied and I, I was at the time I was a lieutenant working security. So I had literally like the white and black uniform with the with the clip on tie. <laughs> and the badge and different things. And I went to my interview at the car dealership like that. And uh, I, you know, I went through, it, it, it was like two or three hours of interviews. Like they had me talking to everybody at this dealership and like literally everybody. And which I, I actually kind of took that on when I became a general manager, I made sure everybody on the team, management team interviewed every, every person because we're going to be the ones mentoring, coaching mm -hmm. and teaching. So I, uh, I went through this and, the owner walked into the office after two or three hours and he said, Hey, we want to thank you for your military service. We've all talked. We just don't think you have what it takes to, to sell cars. So and I'm like, okay, well, I appreciate that. I was, I was disappointed, but I, I look, I never sold cars before. So mm -hmm. I left about a week later, I get another phone call from this, not the same store, but within, within that group. And they said, we want to come in. We have a different opportunity for you. So I, I went in and I went through another two or three hours at this other store going through the same thing. And then the brother of the owner that came in and he, I, I, I still can't believe it, but he came in and he said, you know, we appreciate your military service and the time you've taken to come in, but we've talked, we just don't think you have what it takes to sell cars. And I'm like, this is so now I'm like yeah, second time, same group, wow. two brothers that were both the dealers. So I, this time though, I was a little frustrated because I had done this now twice and I probably had five or six hours invested. And I said, I'll tell you what, I, what I, I want to actually thank you guys because you have made me decide that this is what I want more than anything is to sell cars. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down to your competition down the road. I'm going to start working for them and I'm going to outsell every salesperson on your floor at both your dealerships. <laughs> he says, can you hold on for a minute? And I said, sure. And I'm sitting there and he walks out. And he comes back in with his brother, the one that had turned me down at the other store. And he said, here's the keys to your demo. You start Monday. Oh, wow. So they were just looking for some fire out of you. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And honestly, that I spent five years with that auto group and I call it boot camp. They taught me so much. And and it was that that was an awesome five years for me. And it propelled me to ultimately becoming a a leasing manager, a finance manager, a new car manager, a used car manager, a
general sales manager. And then ultimately my last six or seven years was as a general manager in the car business. So 22 years, tremendous career. Um, I learned a lot from, I have so many mentors and friends in the business. And then in January of 2020, I made the decision to take a leap to really unknown and which has now propelled me now to where I'm sitting today. So man, how about that timing? January of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, and you never know what timing means. So I, yeah, January, 2020, I resigned and there, the dealer couldn't believe it and thought I was going to another dealership. And I said, I'm not, um, that's when, and I had just got on social media. I was on LinkedIn. I only had 500 uh, connections on LinkedIn and I was never, had not been on Facebook and never been on Facebook. And I'll never forget this. Um, people have said that I broke the algorithm that day and I still don't know how, but I, I did not, I quit without a job. Like I had no job, but I knew that I was going to go to NADA February of 2020. And I, I, I went to the airport. I, I did not have a room in Vegas. I did not have a ticket to the show. I didn't, I mean, I, so I truly just bought a ticket. I went to Akron Canton airport and I took a selfie and I, and I posted it on LinkedIn and I said, hi, I'm Don Brady. I'm a former general manager with 22 years in the car business, a 10 year U S army combat veteran. And I am getting on this airplane. I'm flying to Las Vegas for NADA. Don't have a ticket to the show don't have a hotel room yet but i'll get one when i get there and when i after that week i'm going to come back with a job that was the post that i posted on linkedin wow. with 500 connections the four-hour flight i land and a friend of mine calls me and he says why does people care that you don't have a job and you flew to las vegas and i was like what do you mean he says don look at your look at that post a hundred thousand people liked and wow commented on it. like and it, it's weird to me because now when people say i only have 500 connections or friends there's an algorithm i mean depending on what i don't know how it happened but a hundred thousand out of 500 doesn't make sense but when i a young lady named marnie mclennan awesome lady she gave me a ticket to the show nada and when i went to that show I went from vendor to vendor to vendor and i basically said i'm looking for a job i had business cards made up that had me in my little tuxedo um, picture and uh basically just said who i was and at the end of that week i had 138 job offers wow Holy crap. Yeah. Don. So, <laughs> yeah so, and that was hard so i laid all the business cards out on my on the bed in the hotel and I'm trying to narrow it down. What am I, where am I going to work? I mean, what am I going to do? And I ended up narrowing it down to 10 and then I narrowed it down to five. And I, and that sounds like all that happened very quickly. It was a very hard process to figure out. I can imagine. Yeah. So I, I narrowed it down to five, one of which was ship your car now. And I, uh, I made the decision that day to form Don Brady consulting Inc. And I was going to rep all five of those companies. So I bought a van, I put them on my van, all five of those companies, and I went to the very first dealership and I went in there and I presented this all to him. And it was a guy that knew me and he knew all about me. He's local. And uh, I presented these five things and he looks at me and he says, what are you doing? And I said, I, I said, what do you mean? He says, that was horrible. He says, Don, you need to go back to the dealership. Become, I don't care what you do, general sales manager, general manager, salesperson. He says, 
if this is what you're planning to do with your the rest of your um, um, employment or career, he says, you're going to fail. He says, it was not good. I'm like, oh, well, you know, talk about punching someone in the face. So I, uh, I thought about it. He says, when you believe in something, nobody can stop you. He says, you need to pick one company and rep that one company. You, you, you seem like the guy with the jacket with all the watches and bracelets. Yeah. And, and I didn't know, but that's probably how it came out. I mean, I, I hit him with so much stuff. And, you know, the GMs are busy. They don't want to hear all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. So I made the decision to just concentrate on shipping. And, I mean, I, obviously everybody knows, you know, that no, I think everybody knows that know me, know that I ship cars. I, I say it a few times here and there on social media. Okay. I think your hat says it too. It does. It does. Yep. Yes, okay. So, but why? Why ship your car now? Out of all of that, hundred. I was curious too. Options that you had. Why yeah, is so it one? The the quick answer is the owner and CEO and founder of Ship Your Car Now, um, Gavin Keston. He is he's a family man. He's a just a great person. Um, he 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 was so excited about me and being a part of his team um so I, I i gotta i gotta give him the most credit for it um and then it was you know i you know i i just i don't know i made that decision and then not knowing that in, in a month or so later that the world was going to shut down because of the pandemic and then i was stuck at home and i hadn't been to even a show with ship your car now yet didn't so i i learned a lot just sitting in front of my computer and that was the that was the day that i decided that i was going full bore on social media um you know i at that time i had 500 connections and i said that earlier well now fast forward to today which is it's still under four years three and a half years i've got forty thousand followers nationwide on social media and a lot of people think that that's well people that are on social media know it's not easy to go from 500 to 40,000 in three and a half years. So there's a lot of like people come up to me and say, how did you do that? And to be honest with you, I don't know. I I would say that I'm very blessed, but I, the only thing I can say is it looks like from the surface that that the duck is floating and everybody knows that that's what's happening underneath. And that's what I've done for three and a half plus years. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Heavy level for sure. Yeah. We know how that feels. Yeah. Very much. And, and again, you guys are awesome. I mean, there, there's, I don't know if you know just how well respected you guys are in the automotive industry, but um, I've had a lot of conversations about you guys, um, not bad conversations, awesome. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, and actually, and you know, and it's not always me bringing you up, it's other people, but it's, uh, when I when I say that I'm honored to be on your show, I, I've, I'm a big, big fan of your guy, of both of you, and, um, and, and I and I root for you guys every day. So and not just on the business side, I've I've been honored to be friends with you on Facebook, and I see you guys on the family side too, and how important that is. And it it shines through from both of you guys. It's almost like you guys glow from what you're doing in, in life, oh, business. Thank you so much, Don. Thank that's you. so that's that means so much to us. And I mean, I I can tell you from conversations that she and I both had before we started the show was like. Are we, are people going to be receptive to us? Are we going to be looked at as competition or are people going to welcome us in with open arms and say, oh my gosh, we love what you're doing. And I think that the reaction that we've gotten from everybody and the amazing amount of support has been 
overwhelming at times, but also it has, it showed us that the whole reason why we started doing this was for the right reasons. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I would not go back in time if I could. Well, and the most, the most important part of this, and there was a time where we almost got lost um, for getting our reason for doing this, mm-hmm. um, is there's so many women at dealerships around the country and so many young people, so many people in general at dealerships around the country that don't have the opportunity to do the things that the three of us do, which is to go meet amazing people like yep. each other at conferences um, or to even know how to do it on social media like we've all done. Right. Or even know about the conferences. Think about Don's story as to where, had he not gotten on that plane just to go to NABA mm-hmm. because he just knew it was a thing, yeah. so many people don't even know it's a thing. Exactly. So, yeah. so those people who don't know what they don't know, we want to find a way to bring that to them, bring the amazing people that we have met to them, teach them the the softwares that are out there, the new technologies that are out there, the amazing people that are out there, and find a way to get them integrated with these events, with these these amazing groups, you know, the the women in automotives, the Asodus, the the people that are truly trying to bring this industry together for the better. Um, people like you, people like Bobby Heron, people like Subi Ghosh, the people that are truly trying to make a change in this industry and find a way to uh, really just push everybody forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And and as far as the, I mean, it's, it's amazing how many people I actually hired through my career that were a young lady that was a server at a restaurant or a young man that was selling cell phones that I happened to be there or or a young man at Best Buy that I was looking at TVs and was talking to him about what he did. Um, you know, stumbling, this this shouldn't be a business. The car business should not be a business that we just stumble into. Or, I mean, I, I know of all so many people that their businesses failed and they ended up stuck in the yeah. car business, you know, which is, it's, I, I, I love this business. Like it's to me, and it, and it pays really, really well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've watched, um, young young women and young men that have come in that were not doing poorly as far as their income, but I but watch them triple and quadruple their in their income right in the business. Like, mm-hmm. and I I've always joked about, and I'm sure you've heard it from other people, but this being the the highest paying part time job on the planet. <laughs> and I, but I and it's there's a sadness to that because. We all know this is not part time. It's long hours. Oh, yeah. oh never. <laughs> but there is still a lot of salespeople out there, even now, that they'll they'll only work twenty hours of the eighty hours that they're at that dealership. Yep. So it is a part time job unless you make it a full time job. I I I was telling. I I mean I have said this millions of times. Work forty hours, and then take your time off and actually work those forty hours though. Right. So you're gonna go and sit around and play video games and, and figure out, you know, during breakfast what you're gonna have for lunch and figure out during lunch what you're gonna have for dinner. And and all of a sudden, you know, you, you spent your eight, nine, ten hour day there not working, you know. So it's so important if you're in the business that you actually go to work to work. Absolutely. Joe Verdi's line. So right. It's the only way you're gonna grow and learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I mean, we see so many dealership employees you know salespeople in particular who just sit there and wait for the up buzz yep. when the people who are the most successful are the ones who are creating the up buzz for themselves yeah right and i you know what's funny is i don't even know how i made it 22 years in the car business without being on social media 
if if I went if, again, roll the clock back, I would have done this a long time ago because it's amazing. I mean, I and again, for all four years at so, uh, Ship Your Car Now, I would tell you 95% of my customers come from social media, 95%. The other 5% is some generation. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, you know, referrals. I mean, obviously, and I, and I even credit the repeats and referrals to social media. I mean, and getting to know my, my vendor family nationwide refer me all the time. Oh, there's not a week that goes by that one of us doesn't get a lead from one of our socials. I mean, one of, I mean, at all times, there's one of us saying, oh, hey, just got this lead from LinkedIn. Oh, hey, just got this lead from Clubhouse, from Facebook, whatever. So yeah, I had a Clubhouse one last week. Yeah. Yep. And that's, and that's, that's actually amazing. I mean, um, I've even had, and I don't, I won't ever publicly draw them out, but I've had, <laughs> I've had some of my competitors refer their family to me. That's wow. a little weird. They don't want their people to move them, the cars. They want me to move it. And I, I you know, that's, that's, a, that's an honor, you know, it's crazy. You know, I don't know that their superiors would be thrilled with it, but you know, they're like, Hey, this is my mom. I want to take care of her, you know? So right. that means a lot to, you know, yeah, that's, that's yeah. wild. That's like, Hey, you, you want to come work here too? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Don, where can people that are listening right now, where can they reach you at? Well, I, you know, obviously they can find me on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Um, I always, my, my personal cell phone, I, I always share it. I mean, I, I remember, um, I think LinkedIn would say, like in the beginning would say, you sure you want to put your personal number on there? And I'd say, yeah, I have to override it, override it. But right. yeah, they can, they can call me or text me at 330-581-5247. Um, I, I share it publicly. And if, even if someone just wants to bounce ideas off me, if you're having trouble closing a deal at the dealership, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, if you follow me on social media, I'm pretty open. I'm an open book. You know, so they, they, they know, but they can also, they can email me at Don Brady at shipyourcarnow.com. Um, and I, in May of this year, I opened up my own small dealership. In fact, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the office at my dealership. Okay, we didn't even get to talk about that. Didn't. It's already, wow, that's crazy. But I'm so excited for you because you have done so much this year yeah. from opening your own dealership. And now you're starting to do your van rentals. It's amazing how much yeah. you have just exploded. In and we see you at every conference. Every still find conference. time to be at yeah. every conference. <laughs> I try my best. Um, traveling, I just I, I heard you guys say you've been traveling extensively. Um, I too just got back from a three straight week um, whirlwind of traveling. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I I, I, I ran I ran an election and I got elected as uh, America's Choice for Auto Shipper. You did. Um, There's nobody else. Yeah, but it was kind of kind of funny because I ran unopposed, but You're oh, you did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, I made awesome. I made I made up the whole election. It was. Oh. So I, I did it as a marketing thing, which was kind of funny because I had I had one of the competitors got really mad and said, I don't think it's fair. How can you be America's choice? And I said, you didn't get your paperwork in time. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, but uh, but I but it, what was what was really humbling for me is that I truly got one point five million votes in three weeks. One point five wow. million votes. So that's a lot of votes. Is. So it's uh, so I so now it's literally on my my list of um, credentials on LinkedIn is America's choice for auto shipper. So it's there, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, but yeah, so I opened up a, the, my dealership here, May of uh, 2023 this year. So, and I, my plan was to have be a hobby 
three or four cars. Now it, then it grew to 15 and then 20 and then 25 and 35. Now I have a goal of getting to 100 for tax time, you know, and sell some cars and, awesome. and truly help people in that in that realm too. And I get to do yeah. it. I love the feeling of I'll take it, you know, so I get to do that too. And I too. love that. If you, if you hit a hundred cars in tax time, because she and I will forget, but if you can remember to text us and let us know, you have to do that because I want to shout you out and yes. congratulate you because that's amazing. Well, I love well, that well, so thank much. You. It's a big goal. So we'll see. That's huge. That's awesome. I love that. And I, I bet you, uh, you also ship, can you ship around the country? Yeah. Well, I, people can buy my cars from anywhere in the United States and I have everything from, you know, a $1,500 um, Hyundai all the way up to a Maserati. So, I mean, it's a big brand, a lot of different types of cars. And yeah, if someone from out of state wants to buy a car, I do know a guy that can ship it. So I can do that too. Um, I, know I, shipped, I shipped the Jaguar to New Mexico not that long ago. So. Nice. Wow. Okay. All right. Awesome. 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 Don, it has been so amazing getting to talk to you today. It was um, awesome getting to catch up. I love getting to catch up with you. You use car week. Are we going to get to see you at NADA? I'll be there. I'm not sure. Stay I'm not sure what I'll be wearing, but we'll see. Oh, you haven't figured it out yet. I, I've got some ideas. So it's I'll election see. year again. So it's maybe. in February, though. Maybe he should be Cupid. Ooh, <laughs> matchmaking. Matchmaking. I like that. <laughs> I'm not sure how I would look in a diaper. <laughs> it would be funny. It would be. It so would be funny. It would be funny. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I, I don't usually just come normal, but we'll see. Maybe I'll come normal this time. We'll see. Oh, how funny. Oh, man. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, ideas. I know. I'm like, what can we do in February? Yeah. you got two marketing brains here. We'll think of something. We'll start That's shooting right. you ideas. You guys, you guys are awesome <laughs> at marketing, too. So. Oh, man. All right. Well, without further ado, we will go ahead and wrap it up and see if I can get it right this time because I haven't on, like, the last two. I've messed up the in tagline. So, in a world where you can be anything, remember to be kind. And whenever you go out into the world this week, you never know what battle somebody else is facing. So remember to light it up. I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And this is Dawn. And we've been the Chicks in Charge. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everybody.